1: Hey guys, welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality. Today is Thursday, which means it is a new episode of my podcast. And I am so excited to have Jordan Woodnow on as a guest. You may know her from TikTok. She does all of the TikTok tea. She basically does what I do with like reality TV. You know how I do episode recaps. I talk about all the news, all the drama. I break it all down for you guys as far as reality TV Jordan does that in regards to TikTok tea and she literally knows everything and like I know a lot about TikTok tea like I definitely keep up with it I live in West Hollywood I used to work at Saddle Ranch like I've seen these TikTokers. I know about the TikTok tea. Like, I get it. But Jordan knows, like, everything about the TikTok tea. And there was this huge fight this last weekend in Miami, which Jordan flew to for her birthday weekend. And she went to Miami. She saw the fight. She has all of the details in the tea. And I'm really excited for her that she was able to, like, have that experience. Her going to the fight at the TikTok TikTokers versus YouTubers fight would basically be, like, me Going to like the bachelor women tell all and like being in the audience. You know what I'm saying? So that is how I related to her. So we all need to support Jordan and stand Jordan. She's so much fun. I really hope you guys follow her on TikTok. If you have not followed her, I'm sure you will after this episode. And we're gonna get all into the fight, what it's like being a TikToker, how she gets all the tea, some of her favorite TikTokers. Jordan even reveals which TikTokers she's DM'd on Instagram. And let me tell you, she has some juicy tea. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to today's episode. So, as always, I will play the interview and touch base with you guys at the end of the episode. Okay, I am so happy to welcome Jordan Woodnow to my podcast. We're popping her podcast virginity. Jordan, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
1: You've never done a podcast before, but you've hosted hosted a podcast before, but you've never been a guest. So are you nervous that I'm going to ask some personal questions?
0: With you, I kind of feel like, yeah, (laughs) but you're good at it. You're like really good at making everyone feel comfortable and then just like throwing in the the sneaky questions. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Well, we have been friends for a long time on TikTok. So it was only natural that you were going to come on my podcast eventually and we were going to have this conversation. So I don't think you should be too nervous because we do, we are friends outside of the podcast.
0: Yes. And that's why this is so fun and why I'm not nervous about you asking questions because like we talk so much where- Mm. I feel like it's just you and I chatting.
1: Yeah, so we've been doing lives recently on TikTok. For anyone that follows us on TikTok, which I'm assuming all of you do, if not, you should. Um, we've been doing lives on TikTok the past couple of months now, just kind of recapping the reality TV tea. and then you do the TikTok tea on TikTok. So when our worlds come together, it's truly like butterflies and rainbows. So I'm really excited for today, because we're going to get all into the nitty gritty. But before we get into it, today is your birthday. And I have to say, is. happy birthday, round of applause.
0: <laughs> Thank you, yes, for everyone asking, because everyone Ooh. asks, I'm 26.
1: <laughs> so what are you doing for your birthday this year? And like, what is like one of your goals for your birthday now that you're 26?
0: Yeah, so I actually celebrated my birthday this weekend at the fight, which I'm sure we'll mm. get into. Uber's versus TikTokers fight was in Miami, Florida this past weekend. So me and my friend went down there for the fight and that's literally how I celebrated.
1: Absolutely. And what is like one goal you are trying to accomplish or something you want to do or something you're looking forward to in this new year of life?
0: Yeah. So I would say now that I'm getting older, I kind of feel like, and people who are older than me are going to think I'm so young, but like, honestly, just keep pushing and following my dreams and forget what, like society's telling us we should be doing like forget the traditional path and just keep pursuing what makes me happy like just choose happiness over everything
1: mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Okay. And you did tell me some exciting news before we started recording and I didn't ask you what all of this meant because I wanted to wait until we were on but you told me you are but what are you doing
0: <laughs> So you guys I guess you will be the first to know I'm moving to New York City in September what
1: that is so yeah. exciting
0: so new york city it has been a literal dream of mine since i was in seventh grade i've wanted to live there my entire life and a few months ago zach and i were talking and i told him that this was my dream and i finally made it happen officially last i think it was last friday i everything came together so yeah i'm moving to new york city in september
1: so you have an apartment, you have a job, you have a plan. What is, what's the, what's the breakdown?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I am still in the corporate world. I'm actually transitioning to the digital media side of the ind- the industry world. So I'll be working for a digital media company, working in the entertainment business. So I'll have entertainment clients. And so I'll still be doing the traditional nine to five job. TikTok will still be mm-hmm. here one of my main priorities but I'm excited because I get to be in the entertainment world the digital media social media world and get to network in a city that I'm super excited to live in so still looking for an apartment if anyone's Mm -hmm. out as a roommate in New York City Mm -hmm. hit me up Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: budget's really low so willing to just slum it for the next year but yeah I'm just super excited
1: oh my god I'm so happy for you you know I moved to LA almost two years ago and like moving to a new city across the country is just like, it's so liberating and free. And you really are going to feel like you have this fresh start on life. And that's so awesome that you're getting to work in a career and a job that you actually enjoy. You're going to have the best time. Do you know what part of the city, like what town you might think of moving to?
0: So I would love to live in Brooklyn just because I feel like everyone I've talked to says Brooklyn, the job that I'm going to be in lower Manhattan, but okay. transportation is like the way of getting around in New York. Mm-hmm. In New York is like top of my list but open to other places
1: yeah there's some really cool places in brooklyn i know williamsburg is a vibe a lot of my friends who are in our mid-20s early 20s they live in brooklyn too they all love it it's kind of like a little bit more suburban but it's still very city-like so i think that you will love it and you're literally moving in three months that is so crazy are you going to be documenting your journey on tiktok
0: Oh, 100%. So I plan on telling uh, TikTok officially, I guess, sometime this week. I just told my job today. And obviously, before I told anyone I wanted them to know. And then I'm telling, like, my close group of girlfriends tomorrow. And, like, no one really knows. So it's kind of a crazy thing that just happened. I literally just told my parents last week. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I will be vlogging the whole thing on TikTok. So it'll be really fun to, to okay. kind of share the next few months.
1: Yeah. And this podcast is coming out in three days, Jordan. So you got three days to tell whoever you want to tell. If not breaking news on the podcast, we'll take it. I know all of your um, followers and listeners are going to be really excited to to listen to you on here because you've never been on a podcast as a guest. And I feel like you have such a story to tell. And so many people are invested in your life now because you have blown up on TikTok. You started doing the TikTok tea, but now people want to know more about Jordan. And I'm really glad that you're starting to vlog more and share your life. So I hope that this podcast is an opportunity for you to kind of share more of your story and tell, you know, get have people get to know you a little bit better. Um, so tell me when you started posting on TikTok. When did you get the idea that you wanted to cover the TikTok tea?
0: Yeah, so I actually joined TikTok March of 2020 and like the rest of the world did, but I didn't actually start posting like real content until actually it'll be a year on June 16th. So this week it'll be a full of my year anniversary. So I started the tea then. Um, it was like an Addison, Ray and Dixie D'Amelio fight. It wasn't an actual fight. That was like my first story. And so long story short, I wanted to be, like a, co- a host of e news my entire life. I've always been invested in pop culture. Like, that's the only thing I bring to the table. It's like, oh, do you want to know the tea? Do you want to know what this A list celebrity is doing? And then I finally was just so bored and lonely in quarantine. I was like, you know what? Other people are doing it. This app is still relatively new. No one I know knows this app. No one's on it. So I could, like, for honestly, the first six to eight months, I've been keeping this mainly a secret from a lot of the people in my life, just because I'm from not a lot of people are like cool with social media, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like did it in secret for a while. And then more and more people Mm -hmm. started finding out. And now I'm like very open with it, especially since I'm leaving my current job, I'm gonna be a lot more open with it because my current job wasn't necessarily okay with me broadcasting my life on Mm -hmm. social
1: media. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I'm wondering, I'm like, why would this be such a big secret to have like a TikTok account? Cause like in my line of work on entertainment hosting, this is my job. So of course I need to be on TikTok. My networks that I work for expect me to be on TikTok delivering the tea. So it, I'm just like, it's interesting to know that everyone's different and that you weren't really sharing every everyone that you knew that this was your job.
0: Yeah. So I, literally for the first month, no one knew about it. My roommate actually saw me on my, the for you page and mm-hmm. she was like, is this and she was so supportive and then after that I kind of figured out like more people in my life will be okay with it and I started sharing it with my family and my close friends and then I would say in April of 2021 I started posting it on Instagram and now the whole world knows like
1: I'm
0: (laughs) with it um but I'm much more confident with my my um, videos and my content and my account but yeah it was weird I literally felt like I lived a secret life for six to eight months like Hannah Montana literally Wow.
1: So, when did you realize you started, you were starting to blow up because you have a lot of traction on your page. You're hitting, you just hit over 200,000 followers over the weekend, which is so exciting. And like, have you ever gotten recognized? Did you get recognized this weekend? Like, when did you realize that you were like, Jordan would know?
0: Yeah. So, I feel like I have kind of a non traditional story. Like, I don't have like a viral TikTok moment that just blew me up. I feel like my account has grown very organically. I would say it took me six months to hit 10,000 followers. So Mm I really grinded until I hit it. And it was, I think October or November of, no, it was December because it was six months, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I posted a new series where I just wanted to try new things about what TikTok made this TikToker viral. And I did one on Addison Ray, and that bumped me up to 10,000 followers. And then I had my first official viral moment a uh, few few weeks later and but ever since then my account has been growing mm-hmm. I've never had, like, massive growth where people post a video and you get like a million yeah. followers it happened um but I feel like it kind of got crazy when Heidi D'Amelio followed me Dixie D'Amelio like the true elite tiktokers mm-hmm. Bryce Hall's mom I feel like with all the moms um, <laughs> but no one no one's noticed me personally um i I've had people reach out to my friends being like, Hey, is that like Jordan would know? I know her from TikTok, but no one's officially came up to me and been like, Oh my God, I know who you are.
1: Okay. Well just wait, because it will happen. I actually just got recognized um, last weekend or the weekend before, you know how I met the bachelor at Katie. So there was all yes. these bachelor fans. So I had about like five people come up to me that day. Cause like everyone's a reality TV fan. So I was in the right space and I was just like living for it. And it just felt so like, I don't know, just cool that like people really recognized me and wanted to say something to me in person. So I promise you it is coming. I thought it might come for you this weekend because you were going to be at a TikTok arena, but it is coming soon. But it's so interesting that the moms are all up on your page because they want to know what their kids are doing because you have all of the tea and they probably don't even hear from their kids every day. I mean, how often do we talk to our moms? So of course the moms are up on your profile. Who are some of like the biggest TikTokers I know you named a couple of few, but who are, like, some of the biggest ones that follow you, or who did you, like, freak out the most when they followed you?
0: Yeah, so I think the two biggest, Bryce Hall and Dixie D'Amelio. Mm-hmm. Um, Dixie D'Amelio actually follows me on Instagram, too, which I feel like is even a step up, because Instagram's mm-hmm. and so does Heidi D'Amelio. So Heidi D'Amelio was my first ever, the, like, verified account to ever follow me. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, Bryce, Luray, Dixie D'Amelio. Um, Markel. Oh Markel. Um, I usually have like a few that I can just like whip off. Like I think yeah. they follow. Um, but yeah, I would say probably Dixie. Like I freaked out. So when I figured out she followed me on Instagram, I was like, why?
1: So have you DM Dixie?
0: I have once. Um, but we've never had like a full blown conversation,
1: but she answered.
0: Yes, I would say that everyone, Heidi D'Amelio and I have chatted the most, um, DM'd a few times back and forth, and she's literally the nicest person I've ever spoken to. Oh, and Bryce, we've chatted a few times as well.
1: What? That is so crazy. That is so cool. And Bryce is super nice. Can you confirm?
0: Yes. He, based off of like what his, how his mom is and what she said about him, he actually seems like a very sweet individual. He just has a very hard exterior because the world mm. on him constantly.
1: Yeah, well, he also kind of feeds into that. But, you know, it was really interesting to hear. Let's kind of get into this fight because you just yeah. got back from the fight in Miami. And it was so interesting for me to hear. I was watching all of your recaps that Bryce really humbled himself after he lost the fight. And then I saw on his Instagram, he was ready to take shots with Austin. And I was like, wow, this was a 180. Do you think Bryce was actually that mad and hated Austin that much? Or was it really just for the hype?
0: Yeah, so I truly think after watching, like, the Floyd and Logan Paul and then the Jake Paul fights with, like, Ben Askrens and all those other people, I think it's truly the hype. They know if they can't produce a, sh- a show beforehand, they're not going to sell tickets. They mm-hmm. to go to a fight where people are friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. I do definitely think there is a little beef between the two of them because, I mean, the things that they said to each other were horrible and them getting in a fight during the press conference is a little crazy. Yeah. But I also feel like with guys... hmm yeah, where girls were like, nope, you said that to me I remembered the rest of my life. never talked to me. So I would say 60 40, 60 percent show 40 percent actual personal drama.
1: Yeah, the testosterone is so big with like straight males and I feel like they <laughs> they also just know how to like forget about it a lot easier than girls because their feelings just aren't involved because the testosterone is so high. but were you surprised that Austin, Beats Bryce. And can you tell me, like, how was that fight? Like, what that fight specifically, like, how did that go?
0: Yeah. So, overall, the fight was great. I'm going to be honest, I don't think it was put together very well. The, so my roommate who's with me, she's one of my good friends, she's like big into music and she's been to a million concerts and the music was not produced very well. The, the way they set up the stadium, it was very empty. The, like, Tiktokers had no security like it was crazy so we were sitting on the second floor we would see a famous tiktoker walk down everyone had the ability to just swarm them it was just like a little terrifying I felt bad for them it was just a great event not well produced um overall it was very cool I didn't see anyone famous because of how security was we weren't allowed to go to different levels but my roommate did see Noah Beck which I was not there for that of course um but yeah overall great fight and it's yeah I'm ready to dig into this because it was insane
1: you didn't get a picture with anyone you didn't get to get close to any of the tiktokers
0: no so I saw a few tiktokers at dinner the night before when we were in um a part of Miami we were at a really nice restaurant and um Brent Rivera and the Mm -hmm. walked in and I didn't want to be that person to like go up and say hi because they were trying to eat dinner they'd just flown in and they had a ton of people walking up to them, but they were the only people that I saw like f- within feet away uh-huh. from me.
1: Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram story. I um I love them. I love that YouTube squad. They're like the OGs. They were like the OG, like young influencers before the TikTokers came around. Do you like that group more than the TikTok group? Or like what do you think is the biggest difference between them?
0: So I think the biggest difference is how they monetize their platforms. Um, Brent. And those like the Stokes twins, um, Ben was in the fight. They monetize every platform because they do family-friendly content. They don't, they get, they don't get into controversy. They're a, l- a little more like boring uh, than like the Josh Richards, Bryce Halls of the world. Um, so I feel like they're a little bit smarter. They probably make a lot more money. But I don't know if they have like the longevity that like Josh Richards or Bryce Hall might have because they're looked at as more as like entertainers. So for example, I used to follow Brett and all those guys for a very long time. I don't watch them as much anymore because I'm just mm-hmm. kind of bored of their content. Um, so I feel like they're just in very different verticals.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually think they do have longevity because they've been around for like five, six years, but I think they're just more, their audience is just more kids.
0: Yeah, and maybe for me, maybe for like the the older people, yeah. like the 22 plus, we mm-hmm. are starting to sway away where I'm sure they have so many people that are like, 20 and younger who because mm-hmm. sure they have like 30 million followers on all platforms it's crazy
1: yeah they're definitely icons so you went to the fight last weekend you wanted to celebrate your birthday you're obviously a huge tiktok fan you love all the tiktokers you also report on the t so you were giving us live updates of the fight so it was actually really perfect for your job and your tiktok career to be there that's somewhere you should be i almost feel like you could have been like interviewing people um that would have been so cool as well but let's get into the fight. So there was five fights. What was the um? What was the first fight? And then tell us kind of the outcome.
0: Yeah. So the first fight was Ryan Johnston. He's a YouTuber from Canada, and then Cal Suraj, who is a TikToker, and he's the one who makes all the dances, like "Why wow, You Always in a Mood," like that yeah. one, and then I can't remember the name, but ever, you would know who he is based off of those dances. And that was the first fight. Ryan. Uh, they went five for five rounds, but Ryan won. Good fight to start with, but you could just tell Ryan had a lot more strength and height with Cal. I mean, Cal was like five seven, I think. Mm-hmm. So good fight. A little boring. They're both not very known compared to the rest, but it was it was good.
1: So when they're fighting and stuff, is it just you have to pin them down for like three seconds?
0: Yeah. So how the rules were is that there traditional fights have eight rounds. This uh, these fights were five rounds, and there were two minutes around. And they count based off how many hits and how many blocks you do. But if you get a knockout, which means the, the uh, fighter falls to their knees, I believe you automatically win or they based off of how many hits or blocks you get per round.
1: Okay. And were you happy with the outcome of that round?
0: So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm mainly TikToker side, which obviously they didn't do well. Um, but I think Ryan did a really good job and you could tell he like worked his butt off to get to where he was. And Cal had a great, um, just like personality about it. He was like, I just had fun. This was a blast. So Mm -hmm.
1: he was a true sport. Okay, that's great then. I mean, it's all for fun. It's all a game. It's nothing that serious. They're not professional boxers. It's really just like an influencer boxing match. It definitely had a lot of hype and a lot of like attention to it. So like we had to just have you on to talk about this. So what happened in the next fight?
0: Yeah, so the next fight was, um, oh, oh, it was, Landon McBroom which is Austin McBroom's brother Mm -hmm. and Ben do you know what his last name is it Aslert Aslert so he's part of like Brent and like the Stoke twins possibly Mm -hmm. um Landon won that fight I think they made it like three rounds in and honestly Landon just had a lot more experience Ben is a lot taller and thought that he could win based off of his height but Landon was so much stronger and you could just tell he had a lot more experience so that fight was kind of pathetic but once again, Ben was like a true, true sport
1: about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to give them props for just going in the fight. I actually love Ben. Like, I actually love the Brent group They They have really do have good content. I don't watch them as much anymore either, but are Ben and Lexi, Brent's sister, are they dating?
0: So apparently they're broken up. But as you know, in the TikTok YouTuber world, everyone just keeps hanging out with each other. They never actually leave. So they're still in each other's videos all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like technically not together anymore.
1: Oh my God, I ship them so hard.
0: I do too. And I think she's like the most beautiful person to ever walk this planet. Um, I don't think she was at the fight. I didn't see her with Brent or the Stoke twins at dinner or their posts.
1: She's beautiful, but she is boring. Like she's, I'm sorry, but like, she's but just that, boring. I
0: mean, that's kind of their content. Like I don't get like excitement from watching it anymore.
1: Yo, I love the other Lexi, the blonde Lexi. She's fun.
0: She is fun. She, she likes to change things up a little bit. You can tell she's a little bit more dangerous with her, with her content.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brent is just like a genius. Like he has a whole empire and he's so unproblematic. Um, So we stand.
0: And did you know he's 23? Oh, cool. I had no idea ever. I thought he was like 18. And I looked no. at
1: him.
0: Yeah. I, well, that's because when I like started watching him, he was 18 and he just has an age in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm older than most of these TikTokers.
1: Yeah. I feel that we're around the same I mean I'm a couple years younger than you so I'm like around the same age it's kind of weird like reporting on people that are a little younger so I always stay away from like Charlie's stories like I just don't really report it report on that I also don't really talk about the TikTok tea as much as you do um which is why we collab so well together because I do a little bit of it you touch on reality tv a little bit but let's kind of finish um the fight stuff so what happened in round three was this Nate Wyatt's fight
0: No, so round three was supposed to be, and I feel like I need to, like, pull up. um, Yeah,
1: pull it up.
0: But fight three, I think that was the Tanner Fox and um, Ryland Storm fight. Okay. So here here we are. Okay, so the next fight was, yeah, Tanner Fox and Ryland Storm. And that fight got canceled because Tanner, rumor is Tanner wasn't able to make weight. He was, like, 20 pounds lighter than Ryland. So the commissioner was, like, you're not fighting. That's dangerous. Ryland, there's a lot of drama behind it. Ryland made like a very big deal about it, kind of threw Tanner under the bus. Tanner bounced back, posted a ton of receipts on his Instagram story, but overall they didn't fight. So,
1: who do you think would have won?
0: I feel like Ryland, because Tanner's pretty small. Like mm-hmm. he's a small kid, not a kid, but small, small teenager or whatever his age is. Ryland's pretty tall. So, I feel like Ryland would have won, but also Tanner's scrappy.
1: Okay. It seems like there's so many fights, because didn't Nate Wyatt fight and then Michael Lee? How many rounds were there?
0: Yeah, so there's actually seven fights. Um, The next one was Faze Jarvis and Michael Lee, and that was a good fight because that was the one and only traditional knockout. Faze Jarvis knocked out Michael Lee, like, pretty quickly. So I feel bad because Michael, I love Michael Lee, but it was kind of cool to see someone get knocked out. Like, it was, I felt like it was a real boxy match. Uh
1: Uh-huh. I like Michael Lee. Um, he's funny and stuff but what happened before we move on what didn't he get arrested because he was dancing on someone's cop car what happened with that
0: so that was actually a prank that him and his team pulled um just for views yeah
1: oh wow it really worked
0: yeah so it was like a legit prank everyone was so angry but you know he got he got the views
1: yeah feels okay what happened in um the second the second to last fight?
0: the next one was Nate Wyatt and um DDG so DDG won. It wasn't a it was a great fight. DDG just seemed like he was a lot stronger and had more strength and endurance than Nate. He definitely should have won. Um, Nate the whole time was just kind of playing de- defense. But that was kind of a boring fight. But the next one with Deji and Vinny, that was where it got good.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: one and only TikToker win.
1: Yes. Go TikTok.
0: Woo. And I love that because I don't. Do know much about Vinny Hacker?
1: I not not much, no.
0: So his the persona team. is very much like I'm going to manifest and meditate my way through this fight. And I feel like literally that's what he did. Like their walkout music was like seance music. It was very strange, but he he performed so well. Like I would. That was a fight where everyone was like, "We are very proud mm-hmm. of." It. And he didn't talk crap about. Everyone else, like all the other contenders, did so. It's it's like I'm, he's like I'm not going to talk until I can actually do the walk. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that one.
1: Oh wow, damn. Well, at least some TikToker won. I mean, it was kind of a what's the word? Sweeping shutout. I don't know sport. Yeah,
0: I don't really either. I know what you're getting at though.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. So then Taylor Holder ended up getting in a draw, right?
0: Yeah, so there was actually just a, a, a news update with that. So Taylor Holder and uh, Gibb fought. It was a draw based off of the fight. Gibb should have won. And today, the Boxing League, whoever announces it, actually just sent out a report saying that Gibb actually is the winner, and that they calculated the the fight wrong. So Gibb actually won that round, and Taylor officially lost as of, like, 2 p.m. Central time today.
1: How do you think Taylor is going to deal with that news
0: I feel like he's just gonna ignore it honestly I can totally see his ego kicking in and him being like well it didn't happen on actual fight day so it didn't happen
1: yeah do you think he's as egotistical as Bryce Hall because I feel like he is it just hides it better
0: I was literally just gonna say that I'm like I feel like Taylor is but he does a really good job of hiding it
1: I feel like he's the most narcissistic one out of all of them but he also is the hottest
0: a hundred percent and his balls could actually look really good now so It's,
1: I like his hair better, but yeah, he's really hot. Okay, well then let's talk about this final fight. Is this the last one? Yes. Okay. Bryce
0: Hall and Austin McBroom. So as everyone probably knows, Austin kicked Bryce's butt. Um, There's a lot of controversy around this fight now too, because people think that Austin rigged the fight because his dad actually hired the ref on and He's a part of their team, something like that. So some people are saying that Austin should have won. Some people are saying that Austin pulled Bryce down because they counted as a knockout. Like I said, if they fall to their knees, but they think that he actually pulled him to the ground. Honestly, based off the fight, Austin had it. Like right after the first punch, I was like, should yeah. not have been against Austin because he's going to kill Bryce.
1: Oh, yeah. He's a lot older. I knew Austin was going to win. I saw some clips of the fight. I mean, he knocked him out. His nose was bleeding. Bryce's mouth was bleeding. Bryce really had to eat his worth. Did he, like, get hurt, actually? Or was it just, like, fight hurt?
0: I think he probably got hurt afterwards. I mean, he has a black eye. I can't imagine you can leave that without getting hurt. But they honestly, I commend, like, both of them did a good job afterwards of being cordial and mature with one another.
1: Okay. So then why was it like, does Bryce trying to fight back saying that it was unfair or was that just like the people online?
0: The people online, Bryce has not said a word about it. I think he's totally cool with the loss and he's actually owning up to it. It's more so everyone else is speaking for him that are like the true Bryce fans.
1: And he actually lost the million dollars.
0: Yes, but he, he gained five. So he only lost
1: four or he gained four.
0: No. So he, the, the, what it was, it was going to be five, no matter what the outcome is one extra if he wins so he got five.
1: Oh, so that's why it doesn't really make it's not a big deal that they bet a million dollars because they're getting so much money anyway
0: right like everyone is like oh this sucks this is so embarrassing Bryce I'm like he just won five million dollars
1: just for showing up and fighting for showing up yeah that's too much money and it's ridiculous like it's not fair like people work normal jobs so much harder and like don't get any money and these people could just show up and get this much money because of clout and like social media
0: right it blows my mind every single day
1: wow so overall like how was your experience at the fight what were you doing like you were there like a whole weekend like tell me about your weekend
0: yeah so I was there from a Wednesday night until Sunday and it was fun Miami's hot as can be have you been to Miami
1: um yeah but not for a long time like a year or two so it so it's long. like
0: hot as can be humid as can be don't even do your hair and makeup it's not even worth it God. Overall, very fun place. I could never live in Miami, but um, yeah, it was fun. I would say the fight was a lot of fun. I just wish we had the ability to like walk around more because I wanted to go to the other levels to see people. Mm -hmm. But we were locked on level two and they wouldn't let us up or or go down or anything like that, which sucked.
1: Was there any like COVID restrictions? Because I think I saw your story. You were like not allowed to sit next to people.
0: Yeah, so they were, it was like, there wasn't that many people at the event actually, but there was uh, two seats between each person. So there was like two people behind me and like two people in front of me and it, it that was it. And we all just like, were talking about the fight. So it was fun. Um, but it was nice because I didn't have to worry about like filming people behind me or like interrupting anyone because I felt like I was in like my own area where I could just kind of film. Them.
1: Oh, cool. And what all else that, did yeah. you, what else did you do at Miami?
0: So we've kind of like had just like a relaxing week. We went to the pool, we went to the beach, we went out to dinner, walked up and down the streets of Miami, just kind of like people-washed, which is the best part, but we didn't go clubbing or do any of like the tra- traditional thing. Um, we mainly just like, yeah, like spent money on nice dinners, nice drinks. The food there is amazing and the drinks are so good. Um, like I said, the beach is beautiful. I live in Minnesota, so I don't, I'm like, for the time being, I live in Minnesota and yes so i'll take any opportunity i can to go to the beach
1: yes you are but not until you move to new york because there will be plenty of beaches you're going to hit up long island the hamptons you go to the jersey shore you're getting ready for your move you're moving in three months when are you going to start packing
0: yeah so that's the thing it's kind of hard i feel like in new york you can't really find a place until a few weeks before because they go so quickly so i've been looking but every place that's popping up is like move in july 1st move in so as of now I like I said I don't have a place I'll probably like really start to look at the end of July um and I'll probably start packing in August okay I don't even know how that's gonna go
1: I'm honestly so excited for you and I can't wait to hear more about it but before we go we have to talk a little bit about reality tv because this is a reality tv podcast and I think it'd be fun to start off with like tiktok reality tv um a couple questions when is the D'Amelio show D'Amelio show airing on Hulu
0: so they still have not announced a release date which kind of blows my mind because of how much they're advertising it I would hope end of summer early fall
1: what do you think it's going to be about
0: I honestly think it's just it's more going to be a docu-series than anything else I don't think we're going to get the drama like we did in the Kardashians or anything like that I think just be a, like a clean docuseries of the D'Amelio's day in and day out life as a family
1: okay and you're anticipating you're going to be watching doing the recaps
0: oh yeah I'll watch every episode no matter what okay. I think the hype house if that show does happen on Netflix I'll watch every episode even if it sucks like
1: yeah all- well what is your thoughts on the hype house show that when is that coming to Netflix they gave us like a whole picture with the whole cast and everything
0: Yeah, so I don't know now if it's going to happen with everything that went down with Jack and Sienna. Sienna's a large part of the Hype House show, and I don't know if they're okay with her being in it or how they're going to do that, if they're going to cut her out. So I really don't know what's going to happen. I can't imagine Netflix allowing that contract to slide, but I also feel like they could put up a fight. So that's going to be super interesting to see what, what the outcome of that will be.
1: You think they'll cancel the show because of all the Jack and Sienna allegations and controversy?
0: Well, that's the thing that's hard. It's like, I don't think they'll cancel from a standpoint where Netflix wants their money, but I also don't want, I think Netflix is smart and they're like, okay, if we put this out and there's too much Jack and Sienna content, we could get into a ton of trouble or our like the fans of the Hype House could just like overthrow and be like, we hate Netflix type of thing. So honestly, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know which outcome is better.
1: Because it was really toxic and really like inappropriate what happened between Jack and Sienna. It got really, really messy online. Where is that drama today? Have they both kind of stopped talking? Are they posting back to their normal content? or are they taking a break?
0: So as of right now, the last that I've seen is Sienna has not posted any content since her videos that she has like where she made her statements. Jack is posting he's posted like three or four videos, but it's very much like normal life videos. like he met track, him in high school him graduating like he hasn't posted like the true tiktok t or the true tiktok hype house content so i would say they're both taking breaks but jack is posting more of his like traditional life as a normal normal
1: and where do you stand on the whole situation are you team jack team sienna or are you just neutral as a reporter
0: neutral as a reporter i cannot take a side and i i honestly Without being a reporter, I wouldn't be able to take a side either. I just haven't seen enough evidence from both parties. And I but overall I just think it's like a very sad situation. And people need to like remember that these are teenagers, that we need to like humanize this situation because from both sides they're being completely torn down. And it's it would I'm glad that less and less people are talking about it, but it was like very hard to see and look at the comments when this happened two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, it got really messy and really bad. And I feel like we see this a lot in the TikTok world. Just like last month, it was. Jaden and mads who were like the talk of the town and now it's back mm-hmm. and sienna it's like what's next like that's kind of how this influencer world works it's like the hype and the cancellation so high at the moment and then it really does settle down and you can go back to and then people forget about it unless you're james charles and then you're really out of a job of posting content for many many months do you keep up with a lot of the youtubers too who are your, some of your favorite youtubers that aren't tiktokers
0: yeah, so I used to be a massive David Dobrik and James Charles fan, and now of course they're both under some serious controversy. But I would say I'm more in the beauty community. So like I loved Tati Westbrook once again; she's someone who kind of fell off due to being canceled. But like Jacqueline Hills, Nikki Tutorials, um, Kathleen Lights—like I'm more of like if I'm gonna watch YouTube, it's gonna be beauty based. But David and James Charles are like my top in my top five.
1: Do you like Bretman Rock? He's my absolute favorite.
0: I do, but I don't really watch his YouTube videos. I more so just love following him on TikTok and Instagram.
1: He's such a queen. I love him and I love Tana. I wish she would come back to YouTube.
0: Yes, Tana used to be, a, so I used to be a massive um, Team 10 fans. So Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and then Tana, all of those people. But yeah, all of my old YouTubers just don't really post anymore. They've kind of switched platforms or going to different verticals.
1: Mm-hmm. so let's talk a little bit about the triller compound reality show the show is still going on we have no idea how long it's going I think they put out an episode a few days ago did you watch the most recent episode
0: so no, I did not because it's so weird because you would obviously like I'm so invested in these tiktokers lives I know everything that's going on so when I watch the show I'm like, this makes no sense because you can tell it was filmed months ago you know what I mean I'm yeah like, but they have
1: to edit it like it takes time to edit
0: but it's hard because I feel like we're, we can see so much of their life. So we know what's going on. So like Taylor's still talking about the Charlie thing. Taylor's in all the episodes, but really he's in San Diego boxing. I'm like, I don't know. I'll still watch it. I still love the show, but it's just kind of.
1: Where do you think, where are your, where are they with Nate and Aisha? Like, are they still pretending they don't like each other? Or are they ever going to date? I ship them so hard.
0: I ship them probably harder than any other TikTok couple. I'm obsessed with them and I don't know because in every episode I feel like Aisha kind of like steps forward and Nate steps back
1: and then and then if Nate wants to step forward then Aisha steps back like they're both scared to step forward at the same time because maybe they don't want to mess up their friendship but it's just so obvious
0: yeah well also did you see that one episode where Nate the cover of Nate's song was actually like Aisha Mm -hmm. and I'm like why would you do that unless you have feelings for her
1: I wish they would just stop being pussies. I don't know if it's because they live together, if that adds a different element to it, but it's just like, come on guys. So where, are they still at the Triller Compound house in Calabasas or did they have like a new house because they were filming at a new house?
0: Yeah, so they have the two houses, LA and Calabasas. I think they do all the filming at the LA house, but I think they live in the Calabasas house permanently. Um, But the tea in the show that I'm most drawn into right now is Chase Kellyanne and Taylor. What is going on with those three?
1: Well, I feel like Chase is just so insecure and he's just so much hotter and bigger than Taylor, but his personality is just so insecure. I feel like he's really hanging on to Kellyanne for dear life. Like Taylor is not interested in Kellyanne like that, but I feel like Taylor just wants to make a show always. So that's why he got her that expensive jewelry. Um, I don't think Taylor's like trying to get Kellyanne like that.
0: No, I don't think so either, but it, it just drives Chase insane. And I'm like, why? You literally are marrying Kellyanne. Taylor and Kellyanne are best friends. Don't be that person who comes in and tries to like break up a friendship.
1: Yeah. That's just, I think
0: he's just insecure though, like you said. And he
1: shouldn't be. I feel like you can't be you can't be insecure in a relationship, otherwise your partner's gonna start to notice that.
0: Right. And, and also so hot it's like do you look at yourself in the mirror and see what you offer the world
1: (laughs) yeah but you can only be so hot like I know guys who are like a five but because their personalities and confidence is so good they turn into an eight and then guys who are like a nine like chase and because their personality and confidence turn into a six so it really all depends on that so who are some of your favorite tiktokers like overall and tell me your tiktok crush
0: so my favorite tiktokers like are you talking like elite tiktokers or like just the whole tiktok world
1: why don't you tell me both? Like some of your maybe like tea TikTokers, and then your favorite like celebrity TikTokers.
0: Yeah. So my favorite like elite tea TikTokers, I would say, love Dixie. I just love how she says how it is. I love Bryce Hall, Josh Richards, the Meon twins. Mm-hmm. Obsessive. I actually really like um like Sab and Cooper. I love Nessa and Jaden. I pretty much I. Really like them all but I would say like my top three would be like Josh Bryce and Dixie
1: is there any TikToker in that group that you like literally hate like you just don't like at all
0: um there's none that I hate but there's definitely like it like comes and goes depending on like what they're putting out but there's been times where I'm like okay this person's just boring like what are they doing but honestly not really I don't that's the thing, I hate to say this, but like, I feel like a lot of people think I'm like massively obsessed with these people. And like, just because I talk about them every day doesn't mean I have like this massive addiction to them. Like, I look at them very much so as like real people, more so I think, since I'm like involved in their life more as than like, oh, they're like these famous individuals. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know if I saw Noah back but I feel like I just see, I don't know, I don't it's look a at job. Them- yeah. I don't like praise them. Like a lot of people do.
1: It's part of pop culture. It's your job. You're a reporter. I totally get it too. Like I love The Bachelor and I ride so hard for The Bachelor, but it's not like some of the stories I do, I don't care to talk about it. It's just because it's part of our job. Um. So who are your, some of your favorite like TikTokers that do like tea accounts? Like I know we both love Hannah Kosh. Like who are in that yes. category? Who are some of your favorites?
0: Well, so that's the thing that's really been cool lately is I feel like the TikTok tea world and like just the tea world in general is starting to come together. So I feel like I've gotten super close to you, Morgan, um, love Hannah, I love Angel, Asante, um, Moon, like there's just so many people that I chat with, just a reporter on a daily basis, that I just, I feel like we're finally like our own little vertical, and we're actually very close friends, so it's been a lot of fun, like I feel like I'm making friends out of TikTok, which I love, Um, but I would say like from a, a TikTok as a whole, my favorite would probably be Brianna Chicken Fry. Love her. And then, um, it's me, Tink's. I'm a big yeah. fan.
1: Everyone loves Tink's. Wait, so who are, like, a couple of your favorite podcast shows? You love the BFFs one. What, and yeah. what are your, wait, what are your thoughts on Frenemies ending?
0: Honestly, I feel like it's getting to the point where it's a full publicity stunt. Like, they'll be back. It, it just drives me insane. Like, I feel like Ethan and Trisha, like, we're like okay things are getting dry like we're not like just for a while was like looked at as being non-controversial and that just doesn't fly with her brand so I, I honestly feel like she was like I need to like mess some things up or else people are gonna forget about me especially since she's dropping a new skincare line she's like I need money and what better way to do that than rock the world with your best friend that you have a show
1: with they'll be back in a few in a couple months I think they're just too iconic together they're gold
0: They are. And especially lately, like these past few months, people have just been thriving with them. And I I honestly feel like it's a publicity stunt to get more views. Well, we'll have to
1: see how it plays out. What are your thoughts on Brianna on BFF's pod? Because a lot of people just feel like she's just sitting there nodding her head with no emotion.
0: And like, yeah. So that I kind of struggle with that, because I don't, I love the bff pot i love brianna but it's either like bring her in more or take her out type of situation mm-hmm. awkward to the point where i even feel like their guests aren't even talking to her like she's just not there so it's like you guys either need to involve her 10 times more in the show give her actual talking points or just remove her altogether because it's getting to the point where she's just getting totally disrespected
1: 100 because she has this amazing personality we see on TikTok, and for whatever reason She doesn't share it on the podcast, and I don't know if it's because she's intimidated or scared to speak up, or it's or if it's because Dave like literally tells her, but like they literally ignore her, and she's just sitting there, and it's like they don't need her there if she's gonna sit there. Do you think she has fans like
0: said stuff to her? Has she replied to it? Yeah, so she's actually gotten a lot of comments of people being like, "Dude, like, what are you doing?" or people being like, "Dave, Josh, why are you ignoring Brianna? That's why." They brought her on a little bit more. Like in the beginning, she wasn't shown right away. She didn't have a video on her. And then second, she was kind of her own. She probably got like two minutes of camera time. And now she's like in it full frame next to Dave. Because people are like making a big deal out of it. They're like, what's the deal with this? Like, why are you just shutting her out? But it's like getting to the point now where she's been on it long enough. And now that they're having full celebrities in the same room with her, they're not even talking to her.
1: Yeah, it's so awkward. And I want more for her.
0: I do too i love brianna and i think she has such a fun personality but i have to think it's like is are the bffs not allowing her to express her personality or is she intimidated
1: i think it could be a little bit of both
0: yeah but i do think it would be great like i think she's a good like mix she has i think they need her to like keep the show going mm-hmm. argue the whole time but yeah i don't know it's, it's getting more awkward every episode
1: absolutely they definitely need her um and it has been so much fun having you on this podcast um tell us like what we can look forward to what are some of your next steps we know that you're moving to new york what can we look forward to on your tiktok account just kind of round everything up for us so everyone can really get a hold of jordan Woodnow.
0: yeah so on my tiktok account definitely t daily post like three to eight videos a day I want I'm going to be starting to vlog more especially with moving to New York I'm going to be doing vlogging the whole experience Um, I'm starting a little series called terrible 20s which I'm going to like move into my New York experience of how to just like survive your 20s and trying to post and get more content on Instagram so definitely I post all the tea first on my stories like Mm -hmm. that's easier to do than posting a video so yeah just like trying to show my own life because I don't want to be just like a talking head that shares tea. I want people to follow me for my personality. So trying to expand the content for sure.
1: Oh my God. Well, I love following you. I'm so excited to continue to follow on your journey. I'm happy to be your friend. I love our friendship. I'm glad you came on this podcast. I'm going to have all of your links down below in the description box so everybody can find you and follow you. Um, Is there anything else you want to say before you go?
0: Um, Just thank you so much for having me. And as soon as I moved to New York, You're going to come out and visit me and I'm going to visit you in LA. We're going to make, we're going to meet each other in person very soon.
1: Oh, it's happening. I'll be back in New York for the holidays because I'm from there. So I go back every twice a year. Okay. Well, yeah,
0: just thank you.
1: Thank you okay guys that was my podcast interview episode with jordan Wood. know as i just mentioned i will have her links down below so you guys can follow her on instagram and on tiktok so you guys can check her out and get updated on all the latest tiktok tea if you guys want to support Zachary reality my podcast you can always give us a subscribe on spotify itunes apple stitcher and definitely leave us five stars and a review in the podcast app if you are watching on youtube thank you guys so much for watching make sure to give this video a big thumbs up subscribe to my YouTube channel and leave a comment down below what you guys thought of this episode. And let me know if you guys love Jordan as much as I do. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope everyone has a fabulous weekend and I will be back next Thursday with a brand new podcast episode. Have a great weekend.